With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Just a short time ago, Public Health confirmed that two individuals in Cayman Brac have tested positive for COVID-19. They say a symptomatic walk-in patient at Faith Hospital was found to be positive after being tested yesterday. A primary contact of the patient who had come to the hospital with her also tested positive, and we're told a second primary contact was being tested this afternoon. Public Health has already begun contact tracing for the incident, which health care officials stress is in no way connected to the Little Cayman case reported yesterday. As part of the contact tracing process, 62 people attended a walk-in COVID-19 screening clinic at Faith Hospital. The results of those tests are currently pending. As always, individuals who develop flu-like symptoms or whose existing symptoms worsen, for example, they're starting to experience difficulty breathing, are asked to call the flu hotline at 1-800-534-8600 or 947-3077. In emergency situations, call 911. The chief medical officer, Dr. John Lee, says as of 8 this morning, more than 1,100 PCR test results are in, and along with two positives in travelers exiting quarantine, there are some 90 positives from the community, two of them children. Dr. Lee says, as is standard, people who test positive remain in isolation until they either test negative or are cleared by public health officials. We do have two more people in the hospital right now. Both are requiring supplemental oxygen. I know a lot of you will be feeling frightened or worried with this increase in numbers, but they really are, as we might anticipate, with this being such an infectious um, disease. In some ways, um, it's important to understand that once this degree of infectious diseases in the community, you can't really put the um, genie back in the bottle. It's, um, it, it, it is with us as we move to reopen the borders further. Dr. Lee also wants to remind us all that along with vaccination, you should be wearing your masks when you're inside or in crowds, keep safe distances from other people, and be extra careful with the elderly in the community and the vulnerable. Please also consider getting vaccinated if you're not yet vaccinated. Overwhelmingly around the world, the people who are admitted to hospital with serious illness and who unfortunately die, a huge majority of these are those that are unvaccinated so we can see the evidence that it will protect you. Our next vaccination update will be tomorrow as the clinic was closed today. By the way, health officials did find themselves debunking rumors today, implying the Cayman Islands ANRs at capacity because of COVID, reminding the public of the recent announcement that ANR is under construction and that only true emergency cases should go to ANR. All others are advised to use the urgent care clinic at HSA. A local high school is pushing a new numeracy initiative to help students understand the importance it plays in all subjects, not just math. The last inspection we got good and we're definitely on our way to excellent. And one of the points that the inspectors raised was numeracy and having the other subject areas somewhat linked. And we want students to realize that numeracy is involved in all subject areas and, and a lot of the subjects are linked as well. And also from a teaching and learning perspective, it allows the students to see the links between subjects. And if something is being taught in math, that is also, you know, they're doing the same thing in history, the same thing in science, somewhat with graphs. It will somehow help them to understand a bit better. John Gray High School Teaching and Learning Coordinator Rule Houghton tells Radio Cayman the project kicks off first thing tomorrow morning with a launch party in the bus parking lot at 7 a.m. Coming into the bus park, welcoming the kids, we can take you know pictures from the numerous frame photo booth. We'll have music, positive music being played, and we'll be wearing t-shirts showing the logo that John Gray will be using to launch numeracy and to show that numeracy involved in all subject areas. Mr. Houghton says the school has been overwhelmed by the community support.
We've got the gas station in Walkers Road as a business businessman perspective. With Mr. David White, he was in an interview. We spoke with the fishermen. We spoke with the persons in the market, the, you know, the real estate market, loads of personal police, and they're very much involved. And in terms of sponsorship, we've got loads of sponsorship from um, you know, Corners Restaurant, talking about Burger King, we're talking about private persons. So we have many persons in the community who are very much involved and very much excited and wanted to help the students and the community raise the standards with respect to numerous at John Gray. John Gray High School's principal tells Radio Cayman the new program will also help showcase to teens how important it is to have strong numeracy skills later in life when they join the workforce. DART releases a statement on the recent rights-of-way court hearing, and Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Sollins has the details. In their recent release, DART states that Kamana Bay's master plan included underpasses at West Bay Road and the Esterly Tibbetts Highway to facilitate sea-to-sound connectivity with pedestrians crossing safely over the road and vehicular traffic flowing freely underneath. According to DART, when they applied for planning permission for the West Bay Road underpass, the Central Planning Authority approved an application to relocate and consolidate the two existing public accesses impacted by the new underpass for the creation of a new consolidated 12-foot public right-of-way to the beach along the southern boundary of the Royal Palms property. DART adds they also expanded this consolidated right-of-way with an additional six feet to align with planning requirements and enabling access for emergency services. DART says they followed the process for modifying easements and or dedications. They then in 2019 applied to the Grand Court to relocate the two existing six-foot public rights-of-way so the land register could be updated. On Friday, October 22, 2021, the application was heard in open court with the Public Lands Commission and Registrar of Lands represented by the Attorney General's office. During the hearing, the judge heard the concerns raised by private citizens, initially the concerned citizens group, and explained that the concerns of the public could be represented by the Attorney General. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Sollins. The judge ordered the originating summons to be amended to add the attorney general as a respondent and recommended the parties reach a consent agreement. His Excellency the Governor, Mr. Martin Roper, and Amplify Cayman members discuss their sustainability charter, taking what Amplify Cayman hopes is a step in the right direction to fortify policy and decision-makers' connection to the people of the Cayman Islands. Amplify's mission, we amplify the needs and goals of the community to the ears of policy and decision makers. And this was just another step in that. Um, We were very, very um, blessed to have gotten a meeting with His Excellency. And that went well. It was a very positive, open discussion. Um, We were very grateful that he was very supportive of the initiative in the Charter, what it speaks to, and was very commending of this group of citizens taking it um, on as a project to to see to it that, to the best of our ability, we help sort of shape the future we want for our island. Amplify Cayman member Emily Deku says the sustainability charter came into existence because the group felt government had fallen short. Amplify Cayman realized that the environment charter signed by the UK and the Cayman Islands in 2001, we didn't feel like the Cayman Islands government has done enough since it's... Uh, assigning to commit to the principles it pledged to. And as a result, we are facing a lot of the 
crises that we see now, you know, notably just due to a lack of considering how to develop our islands sustainably. Mr. Ku says they hope this meeting results in a shift in governance, holding policymakers accountable. She says in order for us to have a healthy economy, we need to have a healthy society. And a healthy society requires a healthy environment. You can find Amplify Cayman's sustainability charter on their website at amplifycayman.com forward slash charter. A wily raccoon is still on the loose in spite of multiple sightings and traps set to capture it. Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego reports. As of Tuesday, still no sign of a raccoon that made its way into Cayman after escaping from a shipping container Friday. It was extensive trapping was carried out on the Friday evening after the first sighting of the raccoon, in which numerous traps were placed in the areas where we had last sighted the animal. And these traps were monitored throughout the night. Unfortunately, the trapping was unsuccessful. Assistant Director at the Department of Agriculture, Brian Critchlow, tells Radio Cayman News, as there have been no further sightings of the animals since then, the challenge is now on where to place traps moving forward. So at the moment, we are restricted to hoping to get a sighting from the general public or encourage the general public to report any additional sightings of the animal so that we would know where to target Um, Since the Friday night, we have continued to monitor the areas and check the areas where the raccoon was last seen. But as I said, without a a sighting, it's difficult to concentrate any trapping efforts at this stage. It is the first time Cayman is seeing a raccoon in Cayman. Mr. Critchlow says it is critically important that the animal is found. For one, the potential for disease. Raccoons are known to carry a number of diseases, but the one of most significant concern, of course, is that of rabies. The Cayman Islands is a rabies-free territory, and the Department of Agriculture has, has and continues to work extremely diligently to ensure that we maintain that rabies-free status. So in this case, with an unknown animal um, loose in the environment and its disease status not known, it is critically important that we try to capture this animal as soon as possible. By doing so, the department can determine whether the rabies status of the island has been compromised. Another area of concern as invasive species, they're very good hunters. For an environment that is unique with native species not accustomed to a predator like the raccoon, Mr. Critchlow says it could have significant impact on the environment and native species within the environment. If you spot the raccoon, do not approach or touch the animal. Instead, call the Department of Agriculture Veterinary Services on 916-5435-9473090 or call 911. Shanda Gallego, Radio Cayman News. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.